Good afternoon. Welcome to the Garden Pod. I am delighted to have the higher education team with me. And with me is... Uh, I'm Mr Sam Wickham, higher education advisor here. And I'm Miss L Morrison, the other one. What I'd like to ask you about first is, is, let me talk about it. You're a fairly new team and you've had some amazing results this year. So what have you been doing uh, this year as a team and what are you looking forward to doing for next year? Um, So this year we've been um, developing our programme from year 12 into year 13. Um, We've introduced a new tutor programme for year 12 students, which is done now once a week in tutor time, which gets the kind of the conversations and the thinking about destinations and possible courses done throughout the whole of year 12 rather than just in year 13. We're hoping that this gives students longer to think about what they want to do and make some kind of more informed decisions. Um, We've also increased the amount of one-to-one conversations that we're having with students because now there's two of us. So that obviously helps with all of our students having more of a personalised opportunity and discussions. We have got lots of universities coming in doing a variety of things. So working with both students and parents at lunchtimes, um, doing anything from kind of talking about their university, talking about the application process of that country um, or doing some academic lectures. Um, We've also been doing some parent workshops. We've had a couple this year so far, looking at making good choices. We've done the Learning Conversations Day, and we've also done um, a blind university fair. We've also increased the amount of uh, assemblies that we've been doing, looking at kind of chatting with our Year 13s mostly at the moment about how to apply through UCAS, uh, the Common App, Uh, visas and application systems from all over the world. Mm -hmm. We've also got some updated resources in our sixth form centre that are kind of available all year for students to kind of work independently. Um, And then lastly, kind of just working with tutors a little bit more in year 12 and 13, trying to upskill them so that they feel prepared to work with our young people um, to kind of answer as many questions as possible. Excellent. And what are some of the key messages you've got for parents? Um, So... I guess one of the key things is is the world is your young person's oyster and to be open-minded there are so many great programs so many great institutions uh, out there that you will have heard of and will have not heard of Um, there are innovative institutions that are changing up and mixing uh, up the way that they're delivering education and um, and really uh, trying to break down boundaries, introduce interdisciplinary research uh, and interdisciplinary teaching so students can really tailor their experiences. Uh, So I think um, we're encouraging, one of the big things is is be open-minded and and look beyond the traditional courses and the traditional institutions that that maybe we're familiar with uh, because there are some great, great options out there for uh, for every young person. Um, So that's message number one. And I guess uh, another message is, is to allow and encourage your young person to take ownership of the process to do the research um, to start thinking about what they want to do and and you as a as a parent or one as a parent to be guided by them uh, predominantly rather than the other way around um, going to university is all about developing independence it's all about developing um, you know as a human being as an adult and I think this is one of the more important steps uh, towards that process finding information out for themselves uh, taking advice asking for help when they need it um, so really for parents being being guided 
by your young person is, is I think, really key here. Um, a couple more things that we think helps, I'll be honest, our job. Uh, mm-hmm. One of them is, is to try and have, uh, maybe in year 12, uh, a fairly frank and open conversation with your young person about um, the realistic um, monetary situation, what can and can't be afford, uh, afforded by uh, a family. Because um, the last thing that a student wants is to apply somewhere, be given an offer, and then to have to not be able to take that offer because it's financially un- unfeasible. So it's better to know that, in our opinion, um, to know what a young person is working with and working towards and what is, is and isn't realistic. There are great options at every, you know, kind of price point from 50, 60, 70,000 US dollars a year to eight or 9,000 uh, US dollars a year. So, um, but having a focus, having an idea really, really helps, um, you know, just applying and having a, and, and seeing if we get in isn't always the most helpful thing because, if a student is just making an application to see, then maybe that application isn't going to be as strong as it could be. Mm-hmm. So we think that's really important. It helps us out as a team as well and, and helps students to kind of guide and focus their research. Um, and then I guess another thing finally is is remembering that there are brilliant options for every child, uh, every ability in terms of academic skills, um, but that the future and the future of the world of work is about developing um, beyond technical and academic knowledge, but interpersonal skills, the ability to be creative and communicate well and think think outside the box, think differently. So have realistic expectations um, and, and be open-minded is probably the biggest. Excellent. I mean, there's a lot of great resources out there, and um, but there's always problems with reliability and things like that. What are some of the, the top resources you would suggest? Um, so uh, we, we find that, obviously, there is no one resource that covers every destination and every university course. So um, I'll, I'll walk through just a couple of the ones that we like using as, as counsellors really here um, for kind of the top five countries that uh, our students uh, typically apply to. All right, so um, the first one we, we really like uh, for the students thinking about applying to the UK, which is where the majority of applicants uh, here at GIS will, will go to, will apply to, and then and then go to as well, is is the Uni Guide. This is kind of a new resource that's come out of a, uh, a kind of collaboration with UCAS and with the Student Room, um, and and it's essentially the UniGuide.co.uk. It's a really useful search tool. Students can put in keyword searches and filter a little bit more by the type of experience they want, whether that's a campus university or an urban university, and they can sort of put in their predicted grades and and get um, information back that is, is maybe realistic but also aspirational. So the Uni Guide we think is a really good one for the UK. Um, the College Board, uh, which is the sort of administer, administrator of the uh, standardised admissions test, do a really good um, search and filtering tool as well. It's called Big Future. Um, so they list, you know, thousands and thousands of colleges and, and even more degree programs, uh, and, and students can search by sort of SAT scores if they're if they've sat the SAT already. They can filter by again the experience, the type of university they're looking for, uh, and really drill down. They can filter by major or by minor. So so that um, the Big Future College Board I think is really useful. These links are going to be in the uh, in the description to this podcast as well. Um, and then there are a few other uh, programs. Uh, few other resources that are useful so the Netherlands has kind of 400 uh, English language to so English taught degree programs at undergraduate level so study finder allows you to find those really easily um, and to kind of really drill down quickly and easily you know if you're searching for economics in the Netherlands in English you're going to have you know maybe 20 or 30 options so it kind of gives you a little bit more focused um, 
uh, it's, it's useful in terms of focusing your search that way. And then um, Canada and Australia are a little bit different um, because they rely a little bit more on individualized applications. There's no central application service, really. You apply directly to universities, mostly as an international student. So it's important to log on directly to universities when it comes to Canada and Australia. But um, both the governments offer a, uh, a useful kind of aggregation tool to get started. So the first one is, is EduCanada, the official government website for, for studying in Canada. And they've got a programs index, a university index on there. And then the, uh, the Australian one is, is studying in, studyinaustralia.gov.au. And that's a similar sort of thing. Lists of universities, lists of potential programs. But for more in-depth information, it's really important that, that you dig deep into specific universities university websites there and um, for our younger students what would you recommend they start doing to prepare themselves so there's nothing wrong with starting to think about what you want to do in the future early but our main message for our younger students so for example years 10 and below is is really not to stress out about this and not to kind of um, drill down too seriously about what you want to do in the future there's still so much time um, to make these kind of considerations and to make these applications etc so our main message is really to enjoy school to be engaged in all lessons to be open-minded and not to commit to one area quite yet so we would encourage you to get involved in as many ccas as you can like sports music community service find out what you enjoy what skills you can develop what things you're good at what things are challenging and maybe you need to work harder to develop try something new like a new cca that you've never done before or you know get involved in a sustainability program or a student leadership something that basically pushes you out of your comfort zone a little bit and allows you to develop some of these skills that universities are looking for but if you're in a key stage four class it's about working hard for those GCSEs and not to worry too much about that big picture Um, apart from getting GCSEs there are no specific requirements about which subjects you need to do so pick things you enjoy pick things you're passionate about pick things that you're going to be successful in and that allow you to make some good choices when you get to A level things that you really want to do so basically be open-minded see what's out there don't commit to one area quite yet excellent with COVID-19 being a big feature of our life at the moment um, it's difficult to get in touch with universities have you got any strategies to help you get in touch with universities and uh, reach out yeah so unfortunately one of the reasons we're doing this podcast is because we had to cancel our annual kind of higher education fair we were hoping it was going to be a really big event um, for the whole GIS community unfortunately we've cancelled that and we're seeing universities um, stopping traveling and stopping visiting schools um, all over well all over the world now Um, so but it is still possible to engage with universities as a potential applicant as a, an interested student you just have to be a little bit more proactive I think with with what we are, are doing instead of them coming to us and, and us putting on talks and us putting on fairs and workshops um, our students our student body are going to have to go out and, and seek the resources themselves which isn't a bad thing developing that kind of proactivity and kind of research skills and and, and taking ownership and responsibility um, Lots and lots of universities are doing uh, online webinars. So webinars that are um, about their university, about the application process, about a specific course or about a particular subject, whatever it might be. Um, These are 
hosted on university websites and if you google any university in the world followed by the word webinar you will absolutely find them uh, on google um, but there is a useful tool which we'll link to um, run by a couple of uh, higher education uh, college counselors in china who are aggregating a lot of these webinars onto one website uh, and it's called sort of China Webinars. It was set up by a couple of college counsellors out of a school in, in China. So that's a really good resource to start with. And you'll see all through March and April, lots and lots of webinars that are being uh, linked up there and students can kind of click through and register. And they're usually, they're kind of timed to work out with our evenings and after schools, uh, which is really, really great for students. Um, another thing that's kind of coming out over the next couple of weeks uh, through the 20th, 23rd and 24th of March is an online college fair that we're going to host in the uh, in the sixth form centre. It's going to be playing live over those three days, um, and we're going to essentially select a number of colleges to run keynotes and to run sort of like little online um, online marketplace type uh, events uh, there. So if our sixth form students are interested, we'll be sharing the full agenda with with everyone when that comes out in the next um, next week or so, and. Um, I guess it's about being, again, proactive, hunting through virtual tours of campuses, that sort of thing, signing up to newsletters if you're interested. Um, social media is such a great tool, and certainly universities in the US are really using social media platforms like Instagram, like Snapchat, to push out and promote what student life is like and the things that are happening on campus so definitely if there's a university you might want to apply to or that you've heard about or you haven't heard about that you see a, an instagram page for that definitely have a look on there and, and and start to engage with universities that way as well so it's still possible there's still plenty of resources and one of the things we're going to start after easter is a, a university spotlight so every um day in the student bulletin so on a weekly basis we're going to have a different university featured either as a sort of written information and experience and links to to follow upon or maybe like a little quick video link or a recorded interview that we're going to do with with universities so we hope to highlight individual universities through the student bulletin and we're in the process of developing a website which hopefully will be launched in the next month or so as well that all sounds really awesome um so i think that brings us nicely into this um what what, what are your future plans to help future students yeah so um as Sam kind of touched upon there, the development of our website is probably our biggest thing that we're doing to try and support our student body and our parent body and giving kind of everybody access to the information that they are trying to seek and kind of, you know, turn them in the right direction of where to look. So we're trying to get that done, hopefully, before the end of the year this year. Um, it's obviously a work in progress. There's a lot to go on there. Um, hopefully it will um, give kind of an overview to a lot of different countries and their application systems but also provide all of the links and the resources that we think are really helpful for you guys to be doing your own research and your independent kind of searching. Um, in addition to that we're also hoping to develop our tutor program in the sixth form further um, kind of in including more different types of activities more one-to-one -one conversations um, we're hoping to get more involved in the year 11 option process to support kind of students in year nine picking their GCSEs, but also the transition into the sixth form. We've been involved last week and this week, kind of talking to students in year 11, making their option choices for A-level. So we're hoping to get more involved in that and provide more information to both parents and students about those transition periods. We're hoping to get a bit more involved in the PTCs for year nine and 11. Um, to make sure that people feel that they can ask us questions and that we're there supporting our younger students. Um, in addition to that, the development of the Year 11 Careers Programme is going from strength to strength and kind of integrating the HE uh, information into, into those years. 
Um, we're also hoping to work more closely with the universities and getting more visits and academic lectures and hopefully with our alumni and making sure that we are kind of getting them involved in what their experience were. Do they have any kind of hints and tips with university applications, what it's like to be in some of these institutions, what it's like to go into the world of work and kind of how universities um, can help them do that and the differences between their experiences um, to give our student body a bit more information. Thank you very much for your time today. I really appreciate it. Thanks. Thanks very much, Mr. Ravella.